0: Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of the Personal Growth Project Podcast. This episode will absolutely change everything for you and if you haven't yet figured out how to stay motivated on your self-improvement journey, if you've tried multiple times to improve yourself and haven't gotten the results that you want, I guarantee this video or this podcast episode is what is going to change things for you. This lesson is literally the most valuable lesson you can come across in your self-improvement journey because it genuinely explains everything. And the lesson is this, if you're not where you want to be yet in terms of self-improvement, it's because you lack the courage to be happy. And when I first heard that, that made no sense to me at all. How would I lack the courage to be happy if I'm trying to be happy, if I'm trying to take the steps that it takes to get there? But then I thought about it some more and eventually it just sunk in. So I'm going to explain something to you and I'm going to go ahead and call it The Happiness Thermostat. But there are many different names for this and science psychologists have called it The Happiness Upper Limit. And if you want more about this specifically, there's a book called, I believe, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks that really goes all over what I'm going to be talking about in this video. And the other um, book that will help you a lot is called The Courage to be Disliked. And that was where I first got this lesson of the fact that I was lacking the courage to be happy. And this is gonna change everything for you. So when we are trying to improve ourselves, so many of us have encountered self-sabotage, which is like, so let's say you start a new diet And you're eating great for the first week, and then all of a sudden, boom, you just start binge eating again and eating unhealthy foods, or you just don't feel motivated enough to keep going. Yet when you first started, you felt so good, like you genuinely were so happy that your life was improving, like everything seemed to be going well. You were happy, right? Like, it doesn't make sense why you would stop or self-sabotage because you were literally becoming so much happier when you were taking the steps that you needed to in order to improve yourself. And I used to have this happen so many times where I would say, you know what, tomorrow I'm finally going to change my life. I'm never going back to my old ways. And so I would start off a new self-improvement thing. Like, I would start waking up at 4.30 in the morning or I would start eating healthy, start working out. And then a week later, I would go back to my old ways. And then I would feel just so miserable and mad at myself that I couldn't keep things up. And I didn't understand it. Because whenever I was taking steps to improve myself, it made me feel so happy and so on top of the world. So I just didn't understand why I kept reverting back to my old ways. And this What I'm going to talk about, this is the reason why people can't stick to their New Year's resolutions. And it's not because you're lazy. It's not because you lack the discipline to carry through, because we all have the discipline and we all have the ability to carry through with things. It's something much deeper. It's the fact that you lack the courage to be happy. And so as I was saying, there's this concept in psychology called the happiness upper limit which is like your happiness thermostat, right? So, you know, with a thermostat, you set a certain temperature. And if it falls below that temperature, then your house will just kick on the heating and heat it back up. But if it goes above that temperature, then the AC will kick on and you'll go back down to that temperature. Well, happiness is the same So when we're trying to improve ourselves, it's because we want a better quality of life. We want to be a better person. Like, we just want to live a more fulfilling life. And so we'll take these steps to drastically improve our lives. So right now, let's say you're at your happiness baseline. And you try a new diet program, so you start eating really healthy, nourishing foods. And all of a sudden, you feel so much happier because you're no longer filling your body with junk. Your energy levels go up. You're just so much happier. And then all of a sudden, you self-sabotage. And you don't know why, but you just self-sabotage. You go back to eating junk food. You know why? It's because of your happiness baseline. This is a concept in psychology where whenever you're taking steps to become happier in life your brain will subconsciously try to bring you back down to what it knows is familiar so you have a baseline and this is like this all ties back to this idea of homeostasis of course you learned in biology the body likes to keep itself at an equilibrium so like 98 degrees fahrenheit for the human body well, this isn't like about biology specifically, but it's a very good analogy. We're kind of the same way when it comes to self-improvement. So we have this equilibrium point, which is where we are right now. You know, your life hasn't changed that much over the past year, maybe. Like, You've always done things a certain way. Your life has always been just this baseline level of happiness. And now you're trying to take steps to change it and make it better. And so when you take these steps, you're all of a sudden making yourself way happier than your baseline level of happiness. And when this happens, our brains panic because we're subconsciously not used to experiencing that level of happiness and success. And all of a sudden... Because we feel that we're safest at our baseline, keep in mind, like, back in the days of cavemen, this was actually a good thing. Like, our brains would try to keep us in places where it knew that we were safe. So we didn't really stray out of what we knew was safe because we didn't want to make any drastic decisions and let's say like go off and try a new hunting location and then get like eaten by a wild animal, right? So like, you know, our brain trying to keep us where we've always been and trying to keep us in this like normal state, it used to be good for our survival. But now whenever you try to do something that drastically raises your happiness level, your brain just panics because it's not used to it. You've subconsciously been at this dull neutral level for so long. And all of a sudden you are seriously like amping up your life and all of a sudden you you just go from feeling like neutral and flat to like over the moon because all these positive changes are being made in your life. All of a sudden you have more energy, you feel more confident and your brain just kind of goes into panic mode. And so what's going to happen then is your brain will try to bring you back down to your happiness baseline, and this will all happen subconsciously, and you're not even going to notice it happening until you self-sabotage, and then you're going to get mad at yourself, and you just won't understand why you self-sabotage every time, but this is why. It's because your brain is subconsciously trying to keep you safe, because it's just not used to having things go well all of a sudden, and so in a way, we can literally become addicted to unhappiness because when we live a life where we're constantly engaging in bad habits, we're hanging around people who don't make us feel good at all, like that becomes our normal and normal feels safe to our body. So even if that normal is literally detrimental to your health, like you smoke a pack of cigarettes every day, all you eat is junk food, even if that normal is super detrimental to your body, your brain still views it as safe, because that's what you've always done. So when you try to clean up your lifestyle, then your body is just going to rebel, you're going to have cravings to go back to your old ways, you're probably going to self-sabotage. And it's all because you just simply don't realize that this desire to backtrack in your habits and go back to your old ways. It's not just you being lazy. And it's not just you not caring about yourself. It's just your subconscious mind at work behind the scenes. And when I learned this, everything changed because I no longer felt so much shame over the fact that I would fail so frequently at trying to improve my life. It's not just that you're like a bad person, that you're lazy, that you don't love yourself. It's genuinely just your brain trying to keep you safe. But now that you realize what's going on and you try to start something new, like let's say you try to start eating healthy, when you have those cravings or that urge to self-sabotage, you know that it's not actually you. And so now you can separate yourself from that feeling and that craving and you can rise above it and decide to not act on those desires to go back to where you were before. Because the thing about this happiness thermostat is that When you keep up your new way of life for long enough, that will become your new normal. So your new baseline will be success. And so many people don't understand this. And so they'll just try to improve their lives. You know, they'll try it for a week or so. And then it'll feel so hard because the entire time you're trying to go back to your baseline level of happiness. And so they just assume it's always going to be hard. But what so many people don't realize is that if you keep that up for a month or two, that level of happiness will become your baseline and you will automatically feel motivated to do things that keep you at that baseline. So all of a sudden, like working out every day will become easier than not working out every day. Because as I said, though your brain often tries to keep you safe by keeping you in your bad ways that you're living in right now, you know, that can be a good thing because when you make good your new normal then all of a sudden, your brain will still use that self-preservation mechanism. And so when you try to stray from your new healthy lifestyle, once you've made it your new normal, it's going to be very hard to fall back into your old habits if you've genuinely made more happiness your baseline. So this is like the kind of thing that will just completely change your life. And you may be wondering where the whole part about courage comes in. So This is like the second part of this equation. I mean, the first part is your subconscious mind just working against itself. And the second part is like how you can actually fix that and have your subconscious mind not try to self-sabotage. Of course, you can try to brute force it and just try to you know, keep up your new healthy lifestyle and whatever changes you want to make. But another big part of the equation is understanding that you don't lack this self-discipline, what you really are afraid of is happiness. And that might not make a lot of sense, but please think about it. I was in a self-sabotaging cycle for so long, and I didn't understand. It was tearing me apart. I can't even count the number of times I would try to start working out and eating healthy again and staying productive, and I would do great for a month, and then I would just spiral so hard. I would go to like sleeping in my bed all day, watching TikTok and Instagram all day, like I would go from this level of super high productivity, happiness, reading self-improvement books all the time, working out, eating healthy, to the absolute rock-bottom state, where I was doing nothing good for my health, I was binge eating, I just felt horrible, and it was because every time I would get to this new level of happiness for too long, my fear of happiness would kick in, and this will make so much sense to you. So... Where you are right now, this is your normal, right? The people that you have in your life, the habits that you have, the way your body looks, you know, your happiness level, this is normal to you. Well, when you take the changes that you know you need to take, and when you start changing your life, you know deep down that your whole life will change radically if you do all the things that you want to do deep down. Like, let's say if you want to write a book, if you actually start that habit of writing for an hour every single day, or if you want to become a content creator, and so you start making content for an hour every day, or you want to be more confident, so you start, you know, having cold calls with strangers every day, or clients, or something like that, you know that you will get results if you show up consistently, you know that deep down. And when you get results, if you were to actually show up in this ideal version of yourself, if you actually put in that time, your entire life would radically change. And this is where the fear of happiness comes in. You know your entire life would change. You would probably get so much money that you might be able to move to somewhere new. You would have completely new clothes. You might be able to maybe leave bad relationships that you're in, let go of bad friends. Like your entire social circle would change because if you really level up the way that you will when you act like your ideal self, I mean, everything that you have in your life right now will probably change and it will change for the better. But we're still afraid of that change because we know that if we take the steps We need to take in order to get the results we want, our entire lives will change. And what I found after so much self reflection was the fact that I was afraid of that. And that's why so many of us stay exactly where we are. And we have that inner resistance to doing the things that we need to do in order to be happy. It's because we know that if we did those things, if we really took the time to change our lives, by doing those daily habits and showing up consistently, we'd have to let go of everything that we know right now. This entire lifestyle that you have would radically change. It would all be different. And yes, you would be able to hold on to some things, I mean, you're still going to be like the same person deep down. but. I think that what we're so afraid of is the fact that we're gonna have to let go of everything that we know right now, and even though all the things that we know right now will be replaced with something better, the human brain is still afraid of change we resist change. It's so often that, you know, you always hear about new technology coming along and then like, you know, the older company leaders not wanting it because they've always done things a certain way for so long. And even if there is a new technology that would improve their business, they don't really want to learn it because they're clinging on to what they already know. And This is kind of the same thing when it comes to changing our lives. You know, this new lifestyle that we would get from actually taking steps to improve ourselves would be so much better. Like the new technology in a company. Everything would be so much easier. We'd be happier. Like these changes would be positive. You know, new and better things would come into our lives. But because we're so comfortable and familiar with everything that we have right now, you know, the place that we live, the people we know, our situation at school, whatever it may be, even your financial situation, you just fear change. The human brain always, always fears change because we're just afraid of things that we don't know yet. And you really have no way of knowing just how much your future will change when you actually take the steps you need to take to change your life. And that's why we feel such a desire to self sabotage. It's both that happiness thermostat. And it's also this fact that we're afraid of our entire lives being uprooted, because they will be uprooted but it will be for the better. And once you can really come to terms with this fact, I mean, even just hearing this episode will change everything for you. But if you can really tell yourself and convince yourself that things will indeed change for the better, that is when you're going to finally be able to make the changes that you've always wanted to make in your life. You just have to realize That, yes, I'm going to lose some people from my life, some old friends that weren't uplifting me are going to be gone, probably. You know, I might even move somewhere new, I might get a new job. My entire lifestyle and routine might change, but it will change for the better. So you don't need to be afraid of that change, and you can start to let go of the life you have right now. We just simply lack the courage to be happy. That's it. You lack the courage to be happy because you know that being happy would mean you're leaving everything that you know behind. And it's kind of beautiful because once you realize that, you really can start to let go of the life that you have right now because you know everything in your life right now will be replaced with something better. God always replaces things with something better when you take the time to actually improve your life. And so you don't need to be afraid and you don't need to keep clinging onto this life that you have right now, because when you show up consistently and act like your ideal self, you already know all the steps that you need to take, if we're being honest. You know what you would do starting today if you actually wanted the results that you've been looking for. And you know if you did all of those things every day, your life would change so radically in every way your life would change. But you don't have to be afraid of that change because you know now that while you may fear the unknown, the unknown in this case is bound to be something better than what you have right now. And that's why I wanted to make this episode, because this realization genuinely has the power to change your life. Whenever you catch yourself having a craving to go back to your old ways, so like maybe opening Instagram when you know you should be working on something or, you know, eating a candy bar or something when you want a better body. You know that it's not just your brain trying to trick you. It's not the fact that you're just lazy and you naturally have a tendency to do things that are bad for you. It's none of that. It's just the fact that one, your subconscious mind is trying to keep you at your happiness baseline. And two, you fear the beautiful changes that would occur when you actually take the steps that you need to take in order to get the results that you want. Subconsciously, you fear this change and you fear the fact that, you know what, maybe if I don't open Instagram this time and if I keep working on the book that I'm writing, that book will be released and thousands of people will love it, it'll make me a ton of money, I will connect with so many people And all of a sudden, maybe I'll start getting recognized on the street. Like, that's how radically things can change when you take the efforts that you need to take to change your life. Or, you know, maybe I don't eat this candy bar right now, and then all of a sudden my body gets better because I'm eating healthy and I'm working out. And then, you know, because I have a natural glow of beauty and I feel confident in my body, I'm going to meet the right person and someone perfect for me is going to be attracted to me because of how confident I am and then all of a sudden my life is completely going to change because I'm going to meet my soulmate and all of a sudden I'm going to have someone with me all the time who I love and you know when you think about it that way you can see why we're afraid of change because those little decisions to open Instagram or to eat a candy bar can actually bring about radical change And that's why we so often just want to go back to our baseline. It's because we know just how much our lives can change if we show up consistently. But that's also a beautiful thing because you now realize these little decisions where you want to self-sabotage have the power to change your life. And your life will be uprooted, but it'll go to something so much better. So you just have to stick it out and you have to keep going. You have to resist these urges to go back to your baseline because when you do resist these urges, your new baseline will be happiness, it will be peace, it will be love, it will be success. And you're going to be so glad that you stuck with it and you're never going to have to go back down to where you are right now. Think about it that way. You're never ever going to have to be as low as you are right now because the only way to go from here is up. And you're not going to revert back to your old ways because you've listened to this podcast episode and now you know the inner mechanisms going on in your mind that are trying to get you to revert back to your old ways. And that's how you're going to change your life because you now know about the baseline and you know that the only thing you lack is the courage to be happy because you fear the radical changes that will happen in your life when you actually act as your ideal self. And so now you have all the pieces of the puzzle that you need to improve yourself. So for the rest of your life, you will be able to make lasting changes. And so I really hope that you enjoyed this podcast episode. I hope you can put it to use. Please remember this, never forget this, because this does have the potential to completely change your life. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Um, if you want to follow the Personal Growth Project podcast on Instagram for little teasers and whatnot, um, you can follow the Instagram. It's at Personal Growth Project Official. And also, if you want to keep up with my 75 hard progress. So I've started this challenge called 75 hard by Andy Frizzella, where you do two 45 minute workouts a day, drink a gallon of water, read 10 pages of nonfiction, take a progress picture. And it's this awesome challenge you're doing for self discipline. And So I'm writing blog posts every day, updating my daily progress, like what I did that day, lessons I learned, and if you want to check that out, um, it will be in the link tree for the podcast um, down in the description box below. Um, I will also try to link the books that I mentioned, The Courage to be Disliked, and The Big Leap, I think. Um, Those books are amazing. I've read both of them They definitely go more in depth on what I'm talking about. So if you need that extra, you know, kind of foundation of understanding this, this is the one lesson that will change your life. So I would 100% get those books and read them and take them to heart. But thank you so much for listening. Um, Subscribe to this channel or follow the podcast if you can. Um, Leave a like. It really helps me out so much because we can push this lesson to more people. And when we do that, when these lessons reach more people, they will collectively raise the happiness level of the world. Because even one happy person has the potential to literally change the lives of every single person that they encounter that day. We all know people who are happy and who just, like... Spread their happiness wherever they go because their aura is so light and happy. And so when you become that person, you literally change the world because you change the lives of every single person you come across in your day-to-day life. And so when you subscribe to this channel, when you spread this podcast, you are doing that for a bunch of other people. And when everyone starts listening to this and learning these lessons and improving their lives... Genuinely, the world will become so much happier and more loving. So thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you in the next week's episode.